0: Welcome to the show. This is another episode of it. I'm going to do a little triptych of... Triptych? Triptych? I don't know how that word's pronounced. I shouldn't have went for it so boldly. Uh, triptych? Yeah, I guess triptych is probably it. Uh, we're going to go for a little trio. There we go. I'll just speak English. I don't have to go for the Latin. Uh, a little trio of stories here like we usually do. This time, they are all SCPs. From SCP-Wiki.net, uh, super creepy pastas. Yeah, they're super creepy pastas. They're much scarier than the normal ones. <laughs> uh, this voice that you're hearing that isn't my voice is our guest returning to the show. Uh, we both discovered that this is an anniversary of us recording. Uh, some (laughs) episode that came out probably in the fall last year because I recorded so many in July. Uh, But we are recording again. Please welcome back to the show Judd Matarang. Hello, everyone. And we are recording a suggestion from uh, someone in the Discord. I think Philomena Young um, and the Story is SCP-2521, which you wouldn't know by looking at the page, uh, unless you're decoding these pictograms, because the thing about this one is, there's no words on the page. It's all images. Um, Heck yeah. There, it's, hmm, it's an interesting one, because there is one instance of a letter, uh, sorry, two instances of letters. And, uh, six occurrences of numbers. Oh, I guess that O, oh, yeah, that's an O, not a, a zero. Uh, yeah, there's a smattering of letters and numbers, but I guess because they're part of pictures, they don't count. Anyway, uh, Judd, tell me about this, uh, SCP, this, this little cryptid.
1: Yeah, so, um, SCP-2521 is, uh, it is a creature that kind of looks like a like a swamp thing type guy, and uh, you uh, you cannot uh, write, type, or speak about uh, twenty five twenty one. Uh, even the title of it is actually not uh, in the in the numerals two five two one. It's actually like two dots and then a line and then five dots and then. Two dots and one dot again.
0: Um Yeah, the classification is in a red triangle with a broken lock and the letter K to indicate that it is a keter class. Um, yeah. Which I think that's fun. Uh and then the uh instead of saying like image below the image of it, it's just got a camera in a circle. And then the secure containment procedures are denoted by a yellow uh diamond with jail bars and a lock.
1: Yeah, and so I was doing a little bit of research into it. Apparently, if it's Keter class, any, it's only people that are like, you can see it, um, below, um, In the description, but it has a, it's like a picture of a pictogram and it's pointing to a group of people that say zero, one, two, and three. And that's like the clearance level. So Mm. only people that are level four and O five, which are in, in SCP lore, the overseers or like the high council of, of people, um, for that, that work for the foundation are the only ones that are able to like quote unquote talk about it. Um, yeah,
0: I didn't realize that any of, uh, that... I, I don't think I'd encountered the Overseers before two of the stories that we're covering this week. One of which, and, <laughs> uh, Overseers are, like, significant characters. And then in this one, just that little reference with the O5 on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything before I read this the other story either. Um, but it is, it is, uh... I, I, we, we ran across this. I'm pretty sure we talked about this at some point in a previous episode, maybe in passing, um, about how, how cool it is. But, uh, under the little information tab, which is denoted by like the little lowercase i, um, it shows that it is, uh, you know, like maybe a foot, a foot or two taller than the average human. And he's got, uh, it looks like sticky tendrils and then some other kind of like,
0: uh, what what do you think those are? Like little bandages so or something? What I think this image is indicating is that at the end of its arms are these long whip like tendrils, and that these tendrils are sticky. Mm. Um, I think that's what the image is indicating, because if you look, the, the stickiness image is pointing at the, like, tips of these, and the, like, whip-like tendrils image is pointing at sort of the middle of them. Uh, right. So I, I think that these are, like, uh... And there's this one guy on My Hero Academia who uh, makes tape with his arms or something, and he's always wrapping people up in. That's what this reminded yeah. me of. Um, I think his name is like S- Cello Hero, Cello yeah. Cello, like cellophane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That I think that I think that this is what is who's I'm being. I think that that is. Boy, this sentence is really getting away from me. <laughs> I think that that character is who this creature ro- is reminding me of. But
1: yeah, uh, I could be wrong. or or you might be thinking of like the eraser head, the guy who has like the little bandages that he used to tie people up. Oh, when yeah, take- maybe, maybe. That might be um, it. Uh, yeah, because because tape guy shoots it out of his elbows, which is maybe a little different.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Professor Aizawa, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I I like. I think that's always a fun visual effect in something when someone has a like long flat tendril to wrap up their enemies, mm-hmm. uh, which which this critter sure does. Can go th- yeah. can go through walls, which is quite alarming to our stick man. Yeah. It knows when we talk about it or write about it, but it can't interpret symbols and images.
1: Yeah, so there's the pictures of, like, a painting and, a, like, a yield sign and a pie chart, and he has no idea what those are. But then on the other thought bubble above him where there's, uh, like, a piece of paper that's writing about him and someone's speaking about him, he it has little, you know, exclamation points, so he, he knows and understands when that's happening in his, in his brain. He
0: looks sort of like a virus. Um, his, like, oh, yeah. his head reminds me of a virus. Yeah. Um, but he's, yeah, for sure a shadow creature. Definitely the image, uh, gives off more Swamp Thing vibes than the clip art, I think. Right. Um, then we learn in the, like, trials section. where mm-hmm. we're shown trial A and trial B. Um, let me see if you interpreted this the same way as me. It seems that when you write down... Uh, when you translate the pictogram information to text which subject D seems to be doing, the monster shows up and it is very it wants it wants this information about itself and it will grab it and take it away um, mm-hmm. and leave subject D feeling incredibly scared.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the way that I saw it as well. And then in the second trial, the subject actually speaks the information that was written on the pictograms. And then the subject itself is actually removed by the monster. But it's, it's also important to note that the, the monster, when it's, when it is taking, uh, something that is either writing or talking about it away, that he has a little heart symbol on his face. Like he's, like he uh, has some sort of appreciation for the things that you are writing or saying about him, and he's like, "It's mine now. I have collected this. Thank you for mentioning me."
0: Yeah, it, he seems pretty excited uh, to receive this information, which is interesting. I feel like we haven't encountered that with SCPs before. That they're like, "Yeah, I love, I love to love to hear it when you write about me." Uh, they're usually mm-hmm. like. The, we covered the anti meme, I think, which you just can't write about it. Um, mm-hmm. And then we covered—I uh, don't know—I I think I feel like the other ones we've covered have been like you're just not supposed to write about it. The creature might not know or care, um, but this one has like some sort of supernatural sense of when you're when it's being talked about, right? Um, which I think in humans is called paranoia.
1: Mm.
0: Zing, take that <laughs> myself. Um So this one is interesting. Have you ever encountered another one like this where it's just pictograms? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, this must have been a lot of work to put together. Um, I'm trying to see. Let me go into the edit history, if I can find that with all of this. Like So I actually looked I looked into this
1: one and I went on to yeah. SCP Explained and I wanted to know a little bit more about it. Yeah. And so this was originally written for an SCP short works contest in twenty fifteen. And the challenge was to write um, a, an article that was five hundred words or less. <laughs> and this one actually won that contest with
0: zero uh, words.
1: <laughs> with zero with absolutely no words. Um, Pretty good. And it's actually as as of Monday. Well, as of uh, July eighth, uh, twenty nineteen, when I checked it, it, is the second most. Uh, it's the second highest rated SCP of all time, behind um, one seventy three. Famously, the one that uh, if you if you like break your line of
0: sight with it, it snaps your neck. Oh right, you know, the one the, that's like the first, looking in the corner. The first one, yeah, yeah, the original yeah. SCP. Yep. Um, yeah, that's fun. I, I like that uh, the original has not been dethroned, but I think that this one is probably the most creative one I've seen. I wanted to dig yeah. into the history page and see who wrote it so I can credit them, but my computer won't click on that link for some reason.
1: Uh, let me see if I can do that. Uh, July, oh, wait second page of edits lurk d um uploaded july 24th 2015 and the only comment after uh putting that just says witness me in all caps i don't know if that means that they were (laughs) the first person to to uh, do something to it, or the first person to edit it. But
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm there. looking in the discussion now. The photo is credit to Philip Aubrey, uh at Humentropy uh, There's some fan art from it. Yeah, I don't know if I don't think lurk is it. I think that's just like an admin. Um, I, am, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how to navigate this site. Let me look at the history of the page. God damn it. I clicked Discussion. I was able to do that. Okay, here we are. History. History of Changes. Uh, LurkD, Localized Files, Uploaded Camera Icon. Yeah, it looks like uh, LurkD was actually the creator, as far as I can tell. Hey. Good job, Lurk D. I'm going to go to their profile page.
1: If it was page. you, Lurk D. Yeah, I, didn't, I did not see anything on the profile either. It's kind of uh, the way the SCP handles It's kind of
0: weird. Yeah. Recent posts and comments. Um, maybe lurk D is a bot. Looks like lurk D might be a bot. I—it's yeah. I, hard to tell. Their most recent comment says, "I wonder how many other users are bots." Am I a bot? Um. So I don't know. No, well, it doesn't look like this person's a bot. I don't know. Anyway, thank you, lurk D, if you made this page, and if you didn't, um, I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> um. One thing I'm interested with with this one is, why does it have the additional superpower of being able to go through walls? How else would it be able to
1: get to the stuff that it needs to get to when you talk about it or write about it?
0: I mean... Right, it just feels like they're not containing it. Like, the containment procedures are listed, which is, you can't write about it, talk about it, or put computerized information about it. You have to only use images. But and and it's classified for anyone below security clearance four. But they can't actually seem to keep it in a cage.
1: Yeah, especially since I feel like maybe telling like. Tell not telling people who are below the clearance level required means that that if they somehow get wind of it, they'll just talk about it. They'll be like, "Hey, did you hear about that SCP?" That uh, like if one person breaks protocol and mentions it in like the break room, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I was just dealing with this guy." 25, 21, like you can't talk about, oh shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's an interesting one to think about, which is, I guess, why the security clearance is so high. Cause if you're a four or a five, then you know not to talk about it. Um, I guess, I guess also if he takes you away,
1: then it's like, and no one's there to see you like mention it or write about it or something, then you, he's er- er- erased all evidence of it. So then I guess there's no other way to know that he exists yeah. Then if you saw someone get taken away by him. Um, but what's interesting is how does he know what he is called or identified as or known as um, like even like. 2521 is the name that he was given, but not maybe his original name or the name that he had. Jerry. And I guess any sort of... Yeah, Jerry. Any reference to Jerry at all whatsoever, whether you call him Jerry or Kramer or or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, It's it's
0: interesting. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, the creature like, doesn't seem to communicate with humans. um, And yet knows, like, knows when it's being talked about even though we don't know its name for itself.
1: Yeah, like, uh, it it knows when it's being referenced, right? Yeah. Like, um, uh, except on except on pictograms.
0: Yeah, which is really it's bizarre. I don't even know how to think about that, really. Because, like, what, um... How, how, how do, how did it, (laughs) how does it work? It, it, like, do they have to tell the creature, like, hey, there's some information about you? It seems to just be showing up in the shadows in this, um, in the pictograms of the experiments.
1: Right. So, yeah, it just comes out of nowhere, probably phases through a bunch of walls, finds exactly
0: the thing that you wrote about it, and then just, where does it go? mm, Spooky. Maybe it travels through the shadows. Um anyway, I, I like this one. Do you have anything else to share about it, or do we want to wrap up? Um, no, just that I really I
1: really enjoy it because of the the originality. I think that it was a really bold move for someone to submit uh, a wordless entry into a story contest.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it,
1: and I, it's perfect yeah, in the format for this site too. Exactly. Yeah. Just the the fact that they can execute that in, you know, like you see, you see the, the dots that represent its name. And then you're looking at it and you're like, what does that mean? Then you see like the K with the, you know, the padlock on it. And then you slowly kind of figure it out as you're, as you're reading it along. And so it's, it's so, it's so interesting the way that it unfolds because, um, you can have a bunch of different people read it. And they'll all still get the same interpretation, which is not necessarily like you would with, like, a a normal creepypasta, right? Some people might be like, well, I think, you know, in the end, the lesson was blah, blah, blah. This is pretty cut and dry. You read these pictures. Anyone can read these pictures. It doesn't matter what language you speak, and it gets the point across. So it's like, it's almost like a, you know, creepypasta international yeah, when uh, I
0: first opened it, I looked at it and was like, oh, I can't read this right now. This is complicated. But then I <laughs> it wasn't really. It was pretty easy to yeah. decode. Um, yeah. Was this the one that you brought, or was this one of our Discord suggestions? Because now I'm realizing... Uh, this, is,
1: this is one of your suggestions. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I think we're closing out with the one you brought. Um, all right, so that's all all we have to say about this one. Oh, sp- what's the spookiest part about this one for, for you?
1: Uh, where does he take you when he takes you? If you talk about him, what happens? Is there, like, is it, like, a happy, you know, does he have, like, a treasure trove of stuff? Is there other people there that he's also taken? Yeah, does it does and then, it make you
0: just keep talking about it? Is that its thing? <laughs>
1: Until he hears someone else talk about it and he's like, you're old news. Yeah. Goodbye. Mm, very spooky. I'm off to abduct somebody else who just said uh, an approximation of my name. He, he, he referred to me in some manner and I'm now going
0: to take him. Uh, I think that the spookiest part for me is that the creature is not lashing out in anger, but in love. Uh, that it loves information about itself.
1: Yeah, I I kind of like I kind of like that though. It's not a menacing SCP like most of them are. Like it's like I'm curious, not curious not curious enough to like in universe say his name or anything. But, you know,
0: I I just I think that's such a good twist on your your like Slenderman, Candyman, Bloody Mary type of thing where, like, it's not showing up because it's, like, being summoned or because it's mad at you. It's just showing up because it likes hearing stories about itself. Yeah, it's like, oh, I,
1: I, you you guys have new, like, urban legends about me? Do tell. Yeah. Please, let's
0: have tea and talk about it. Yeah, it's like if Bigfoot went around uh, befriending every Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> Like oh, hairy? No, I'm just normal. I'm scaly, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my feet are regular size for my species. This is Bigfoot talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, <the year. laughs> in this bit. Um, all right. Where can the people find you if they would like to say congratulations on being on the show? Oh, uh, I don't you know can why they would say me. that, but. <laughs> That's um, what you be a weird, me on weird thing to say. On Twitter.
1: <laughs> it's no, it's not. It's actually pretty common. That's what everyone says <laughs> hey, to me when they start following me. Um, no, actually, quite a, there are quite a few people who uh, uh, from I think from probably from this show alone, just like follow me on Twitter, and then I. Like their tweets and I talk to them and stuff. It's, it's fun. It's a good time. Um, it's, uh, at, on Twitter, you can find me at like Static. So I guess I could also, uh, uh, plug my SoundCloud where I do voiceover stuff, but I don't know what the link is and I'll just get it before then we do the next yeah, one. Yeah. So that's fine. Listen to the next one. <laughs> yep.
0: You can hear Judd doing a commercial for the flea market as a pirate, um, which yeah. is a joy for me. Me to hear i think that he <laughs> does such a very good job at it um, oh thanks you can hear more of me at weaponized my other show is hack the net i recommend listening to that one because uh, i don't know if this is just the summer heat but i feel like i don't have a lot of uh a, a lot of episodes of creepypods still left in me it's a lot of work uh, I've become the world's preeminent expert on the genre. Uh, although we'll see. I'm probably just, it's probably just because it's very hot in this room and it has been the last couple times I've recorded. And so that's why I've been like, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, um, you can't stop until you're at a creepy number. Yeah, I have to go into 666. At least. Quite far away. Uh, I think 200 would be a nice even number, but if I could push myself to 201, then I might as well go all the way to 250 or 300, right? Um, anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm on Twitter, uh, Mastodon, Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. You can DM me on Twitter, creepy at CreepyPodsta. Mastodon will be faster. I don't check that Twitter that frequently. If you would like an invite to our Discord, you can also join Creepypods, the fan group on Facebook. Um, I think anyone in the Discord can invite people to the Discord. I'm not sure if that's true. Uh, just to be safe, DM me about it or one of my Hack the Net co-hosts uh, if you listen to that show. Those are That's Matt Heron and Louisa Herron if you don't listen to that show because they've also been guests on here. Um, but then you can hang out in our Discord and that would be fun. Um, that's... I always will say that's all. And then there's one more thing, patreon.com slash JeffJK. I'm just uploading, uh like, the last couple months worth of stuff that I missed. Uh, I just uploaded all of the audio for May and June. Uh July will be forthcoming. It's not late yet. I have to do writing for April, May, and June. Um, and that has been a big hassle, so... That's also part of my lack of motivation is I don't want to sit in my little tiny bedroom and record uh, explanations of memes for like $85, <laughs> $85 a month, um, which, you know, is not a bad rate. Anyway, that's all That's all for, for this episode, and I don't have a closing line for you, so I'm just going to say Goodbye.